Hello everyone, welcome to our new series DevTalks by MTB. Uh, this series uh, will mm, consist of uh, a couple of uh, episodes mm, and today we're going to talk about the clean code uh, and why is it so important for uh, developers, for development itself. I'm today with Sebastian. Hello. Sebastian is an experienced developer. Um, experience in technologies like Node.js. Uh, he's also very experienced in, in, um, in the backend development, but he also has a, a lot of experience um, in the front technologies like Angular. Uh, and my name is David, I'm co-founder of MD Bootstrap. So um, let's start with, uh, with uh, this very generic question. Uh, why do we actually need a clean code? Because some people may, may actually think, uh, I mean, everyone talks about it, right? Uh, this is this, 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 this kind of obvious to everyone, but on the other hand, when you, when you think of it, and I think each of developers at uh, a certain level, uh, at a certain point of time, might ask this uh, question to himself. And to be honest, I was also one of them. So when I was studying at the University of Technology, um, I, of course, knew about uh, these this, this best practices, but you know, when you are doing a project uh, for uh, one of the classes, you may ask yourself, why do you actually need to follow all these all this, all this guidelines, all these um, best practices? Because uh, you have this kind of feeling that this is slowing down your development, right? I mean, those, uh, those best practices sometimes require uh, some extra effort. Uh, which probably pays back, but you don't know this at this very moment. So let's start with, with this question. Why do we actually need a clean code? Well, of course, it's, it's a very common question, and I also was the one who was uh, asking it, but uh, the first thing to note is that we write code for humans in the first place. It's not like we write the code for computers to be able uh, to for them to operate, we write the code for humans. Computers operate on bits, zeros and ones. This is a good one because I remind myself that uh, a lot of my colleagues from university, they were saying like, well, come on, compilers gonna understand it anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Compilers will understand that anyway, but humans won't understand that in any way. Humans like clean things. They like to, they like to understand uh, everything. So, as humans, we should write code for humans and make them understand what we are trying to say to computer, right? Because if computers were uh, have consciousness and could speak to each other, they definitely wouldn't talk in JavaScript or, or PHP. Uh, they would speak in zeros and ones, I think. Uh, so the high level programming languages are there for us to be able to clearly speak to computer and this language is for humans to be able to talk to computer. Yeah, and um, so, so I think that's, that's a really good argument, right? I mean, because if people say, claim that computer is going to understand it anyway, well, then you could always ask this kind of person, like, okay, so why don't you write in assembler, right? Or zero and one. Exactly. So, uh, 
The Sunawal Minan why, why is it actually important? And of course, this is just, just, just one of the reasons, right? And we're going to show you more um, in coming minutes. But uh, Sebastian, you are very often work with young developers, right? So you are teaching them, you are doing a code review. So could you tell us if there is any kind of uh, pattern? Are there any common mistakes? You know, like, uh, of course, the young developers, uh, the, the junior developers, they are doing a lot of mistakes. Like, like yeah, this is normal, right? Pretty obvious uh, when, you, when you try to learn something. But is there, is there a list of like, you know, top you know, three most common mistakes done by young developers? I would say definitely there is. I mean, uh, when I do code reviews, I always uh, stumble upon some very repetitive things. Uh, like the most common, I think, is just bad formatting. Like the junior developers uh, very often do not follow uh, conventions. Uh, they try to write code in a way which is clean for them, right? But very, it's very common to in projects in, in real world projects to have like this set of rules which you follow to make the code clean, and very uh, it's very common for for uh, junior developers to just not follow this convention and uh, write code in their own way, uh, which just creates mess. And I always pointed out. Like, please fix this, please uh, follow the rules. Uh, That's funny thing, right? Because, you know, uh, many times we hear, and actually probably some of us might also do the same in the past, but many times we, think, we hear from young developers that, well, I mean, I don't need to keep this, this code clean because I'm the only one who's going who's gonna to work on it, right? And this is most obviously not true. Yeah, it's definitely not true. And what is the most funny, uh, the funniest in this, um, this situation is that very often these people think like, okay, I do understand it right now, but then when, it, when, when they come back after like three months or half a year, they, can't, they, they barely understand what, what they were having in mind. Yeah, this... I think it's pretty common to, to all, like juniors do not uh, always, I'm, I'm not telling everyone, but most of them do not think about the future. They are focused on now and uh, they write code to be able to understand it now. So uh, they do not think like, hmm, will I be able to understand this code in a month or will someone else understand what I meant? They usually don't do that. But of course, well, this is obviously understandable because, you know, uh, when you're a junior, when you come to company and, and you get your first task, you are so focused on, you know, how to solve this, this, this task, right? How to solve this, this issue itself, which, which, you know, you're just trying to be, try to fix it as soon as possible. You try to show that you do understand and you know this magic form, formula to solve it uh, so, so that you like might forget um, about other things like the clean code. Okay, so, so, so one thing is, is, is writing the massive code, but uh, anything in, in particular? Uh, like, yeah, the most uh, common thing is just formatting and naming conventions. Uh, usually when we speak about clean code, we, among others, uh, we mean 
code formatting and naming conventions. These are like two most important things when you think about thin code. And sadly, these, these are two most common things that uh, young developers uh, do not know and just don't follow these rules. Uh, but hey, everyone does that, right? So uh, we just need to learn that. Uh, so yeah, we always should, I think, we always should uh, adapt the conventions which are existing conventions in the projects. Like, so we, we should never force our own conventions just because we like them, uh, because it just creates mess. So you need to follow like, the best practices because they are there for a reason, right? Someone, someone created yeah. them and someone probably spent a whole lot of time and, and consideration uh, perhaps brainstorming to, to come up with some ideas. So it's a good, good idea to start with this guidelines. Yeah, so if you don't have any, uh, any convention yet in your project, then you should definitely sit together with your whole team and create one because uh, if you won't have any, any set of rules to follow, uh, everyone will follow his own rules and it will be just a big mess. Uh, and everyone will, will have to be focused on his own part of the system because will be the only one who understands it. Okay. So, but convention seems like a very generic thing, right? I mean, uh, can we be more specific and give us some examples of, of you know, the, the mistakes which are, which are uh, done by developers? Yeah, like, I think the most common is just to create very short names for variables and functions. Uh, like? Like, for example, they the task is to create some function to calculate a tax, for example. Uh, and, you know, you should have variables named like tax value, uh, I don't know, maybe a currency or, or something like that. Uh, so you should call it like this, right? Tax, currency, uh, a value result. But what I uh, stumble upon very often is just one letter variables or two letter variables, which are very not clean, very not clear, uh, and when you read it, you don't really know what this variable holds. And it's the same for, for functions. When you call a function like do magic, which I I really I I had uh, I had a situation where I uh, was doing code review and there was this method called do magic, and I was like, what what does it do? <laughs> what magic does it do? Uh, so yeah. It, it shouldn't shouldn't be called like that definitely. Uh, the names should tell should be descriptive enough for us to be able to tell what this function does and what this variable holds. So definitely do magic isn't a good name <laughs> because magic, you know, we don't understand magic. <laughs> there is no magic in IT, right? The yeah. first IT rule which we should all share. Um, okay, so, so, so you said that basically people are using two short variables like A, B, C, D, whatever, letters counting in mind. Um, how about two long variables? Is it also an issue or not? Like, it depends. Like, the, definitely the name shouldn't be too long, like the whole phrase, because, uh, come on, it, 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 it isn't a book, it's just a, a code. Just or, or not just. Uh, my advice would be try picking names 
as if you were Googling something. Try to use short but meaningful keywords rather than whole phrases or two-letter uh, words, right? If you want to search for something, you don't usually type two letters or like the whole sentence. You just pick those short, meaningful keywords to make the work easier for search engine, right? So I think it's a, it's a very good uh, thing to uh, take into consideration when, when you are thinking about uh, name. Okay, but there are some exceptions to, to the rule, right? Yeah, definitely. We all know uh, that when we are writing code, there are situations where we just don't want to use too long names, even if it's, uh, even if it's uh, short one word, like for example, you are uh, doing a for loop or while loop. You don't want to, uh, usually you don't want to call the iterator variable like index or, or iterator, you just call it i and everyone knows what it, why it's there, what does it do. Uh, and it's very common convention, like it's, I don't think it's uh, written somewhere that these these variables should be named like that, but everyone does that and everyone knows what, what does it do. Uh, if you have nested loops, you just call it starting from I, I, J, K, never call it L because it looks similar to one. Uh, just skip it. Uh, the next letter is M. Uh, also, there are situations where you are writing uh, like an very known algorithm like uh, binary search and uh, it's the implementation is known for everyone so you shouldn't pay too much attention and, and uh, shouldn't care too much about naming those variables because everyone knows what this algorithm what this algorithm do and or should know or, or should future, right? yeah should know so there are situations where you when you shouldn't care too much but if you if you'd use a binary search but modify it a little bit so then you should definitely name those your custom variables for everyone else who reads your code okay so to summarize i mean this this, this naming convention is, is important because of at least few reasons right i mean first of all if you're gonna come back to your code after some time then you will well, more probably understand, right? Because uh, this is something what experienced developers know already. When you have to come back to jump into the code which you which you, which you wrote like two years back, sometimes it's, it's and, and the and the you know, algorithm was very complex and specific. Then it's very difficult to understand, and it doesn't make it easier if you use like short abbreviation like NBC. So the one thing, the second thing is that as a software developer, most probably you will, you will jump into someone else's code. So you don't want to be in this situation uh, when, you, when you jump into some, someone's code and you, first of all, you don't really understand the business logic behind it. And second of all, you don't, you don't really uh, understand what certain function does and you have to re-engineer code trying to understand what, what, what author actually made. And I think there's like uh, one or two very generic rule uh, which which we share with our young developers, and, and I think the one the one one of them comes from the Queen code. Uh, yeah, you're talking about uh, the Boy Scout rule. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I have read it in Uncle Bob's book, Pink Code. Uh, 
and it states that always leave the campground cleaner than you found it. And I think it's very, very good advice because uh, if you work on a file and you see a mess in a code and you know what, what it does, but it's just a mess, uh, just fix it. Make everyone else's life easier and just fix it. It won't cost you a lot of time. If it does, maybe you should write a task in Trello or something. Uh, but if it's not too much time, you should definitely go for it and, and fix it uh, because it will help everyone else and you, including. Yeah, and, and let's, well, this also uh, should be obvious to everyone that this is a team team play, right? I mean, we, uh, usually you don't work as a, as a single developer, usually you work in teams. So if everyone, uh, if, if everyone were having the same attitude and the same rule, then the, the work would be much easier to us. And, and it, it, it can be like that, right? I mean, it's not from our, our experience. So, um, so, so don't, um, uh, don't uh, hesitate to, to tell others um, these rules and if you need some, some extra time to, uh, to fix someone else's code, just uh, notify them to the product owner, to the scrum master, to the manager uh, and saying that, hey, I just fixed my, 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 my part, but I, I see that the whole file is actually messed. So, can I, can I fix it because it's going to help us um, in the future? Uh, okay, so, so the naming convention is the one we think, uh, as you said, which is the most common. What else? Uh, I mean, code formatting in general, in general right? And right? Except for the code formatting, which consists of uh, bad naming conventions, bad variables, and basically the messy code. What else is there? Uh, yeah, I also. Uh, see very much comments in the code, especially when uh, when I do code reviews. And I'm not telling comments are always bad, but I divide the comments in like three categories. Uh, the first one is just unnecessary comments. Uh, the second one is uh, doc comments, which are Doc comments uh, are type of comments that are just for documentic purposes. Uh, they are generally uh, auto-generated, but you can write them on your own. Um, you will see can you give an example to those function things? parameters and uh, and uh, return types and, and, and what what does the function do? Uh, you so to rephrase, like this function takes these arguments, right? Like string. Yes, um, they are usually uh, a code block starting with slash asterisk and ending with asterisk slash. And uh, the first, like the, the first paragraph of this, of this comment is just the function description. And then you have uh, arguments description one by one, uh, and at the end you have uh, return type. What does the function uh, uh, return? Also, you can uh, see some C links when uh, if the function uh, uses someone else's code or just a common algorithm, you can just uh, link it up in, in the comment. Uh, so yeah, I, these are good comments because uh, you can auto-generate documentation from, from these comments. So uh, I, I don't hate those comments, you could say, like, like this. And the third group, uh, is uh, commented code, which is very, very, very bad. 
I think, uh, because uh, we have version control systems, right? So we don't actually need to comment out code. Uh, if some block of code is not necessary anymore, we can just remove it and uh, that's it. Commented out code does not run anyway, so we just create mess. Uh, you have to scroll through this and uh, read the actual code which uh, which runs. Uh, so why? What are bad comments and why they are actually bad? Yeah. Uh, so the first category I mentioned was uh, just unnecessary comments, which I uh, see them as just bad comments. And these are types of comments that usually appear when. Uh, Formatting is bad or naming is, is bad. So as you can see, if you follow uh, the best practices uh, and just those convention, naming conventions, uh, you wouldn't actually need those bad comments. Uh, and what they do is just to describe what the code does, right? So we have some messy piece of code, which we don't fully understand, but in general, we know what does it do. So we put a comment uh, above and say, this function calculates attacks. Uh, and there's a missing phrase, but I don't know how, but I know it, it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, I think the code should be self-explanatory. So you should, instead of writing this comment, you should fix the code and make it clean, make it easily understandable by others and by yourself in the future. So instead of writing the comments like this code is doing magic, just call it doing yeah, magic. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... And, and let, me, let me jump into this one. I mean, and the other reason why they are not... Um, these comments are, are actually bad is... Um, well, I'm not sure whether it's actually because of the comments itself, but, or rather uh, because of the developers, but... Uh, uh, I guess you agree with me that very often they, they, they become obsolete, like very quickly. So they, they change, uh, so we change the code, but we do not change the, uh, we do not update comments. So we end up in a situation where the comment is saying something totally different than the code actually does. Yeah, definitely. And it also happens uh, because of uh, placing the comment, because we can place a comment in two places, above the line or in the same line. So if we place above the line, there is a very high probability that this comment will move up or down uh, without, without the line it, it talks about. So we have, for example, we have a line of code at line number nine. So we place a comment at, at line number eight. Uh, and it's fine, it describes what it does, uh, it's super cool. But the day after we, uh, we need to define some variable above the line, which we added on line nine. And, uh, so, and, and this variable is used in line nine. So following the best practices, we define the variable above the line where it's used. And what happens? The comment moves one line up. So now it looks like it describes the, the variable we just created. And this is not true. Uh, so, as you said, the comment just becomes obsolete and redundant, I think. So, another way to put the comment is just to put it on the line where the code uh, it refers to is. So, for example, we, we uh, write code at, at line 9, so we put the short comment, if it's very necessary, uh, in the same line, 
so we don't need to think of it when we change the code. Yeah. Um, to, to add on that, I mean, <clears throat> it's also a very common case that you know every now and then when we when we copy uh, some piece of code because we you know, we use it in the past and we don't want to write it again, so we just like copy paste. It's also I think very common mistakes from the young developers that they just copy, uh, but not the entire piece of code, uh, including the comments. So you end up with little monsters, which are like you know half comments or yeah. or they're like orphaned comments. Yeah, so it's definitely true. You just read uh, read the file and suddenly you stumble upon a comment, and it, it seems like it's there without the reason, but you are not really sure because maybe someone knows what does it say. Uh, so yeah. These are type of comments I see as unnecessary because you should make the code clean enough to be able to understand it, and then those comments are not necessary. Especially, uh, I just reminded, uh, I have uh, seen, like, not very often, but I, I've seen uh, uh, in code reviews uh, situations where uh, someone writes the the history comments at the top of the file, like uh, who edited it, uh, when, what does, what changed, and uh, come on, we ha we have version control system. That's the the main reason why we need them. Maybe just maybe it's a credit spot, right? Like people like yeah. to feel, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but we can easily check it in the repository if someone needs it. So, I I don't understand. Really, I don't understand why. You also mentioned about. Uh, the full comment and a lot of codes, and then we jump into uh, uh, repositories. So, uh, could you could you go like describe very shortly why? Because that's something which you see also very often, right? So we have a file which is like three hundred of lines, but about one hundred or two hundred lines are just commented out just in case, right? So yeah. So people do that, and, and yeah. this, this just in case code is really annoying me. Uh, People uh, sometimes sometimes do do this. Uh, just what you said. They write code, and uh, it suddenly uh, seems like our previous version uh, isn't necessary uh, now. So we just comment it out and write a new version below it, and we push it to our repository. So. Uh, and when you ask them why did you left your code, it's, it's not running now, it's, it's just invalid, you shouldn't have it. Uh, they're just like, oh, just in case it will be necessary in the future, so we just uh, uh, remove my new version and, and remove comments and we have my code. Like, well, I think, I think we, can, we can understand it, right? I mean, if yeah, you're a young developer and we don't much. You are not experienced yet, so you're lacking like the you know, self confidence. So you don't want to mess up. So you are yeah. new, but you you want to play it safe. So dear young developers, if you are listening to us, like don't be scared. Uh, if you are using the control version system, uh, you can you can you can easily remove this code and get back to this one just in case. And for sure. That's gonna look better to the to, to your senior colleagues, which are checking this code for you. If you if you play it this way, so yeah, I think it's also uh, because of uh, those people, young developers, uh, 
they are usually very attached to the code. So they, uh, they don't want to remove it. They just like, this is my code. This is it's running. Yeah. But, uh, my advice would be, do not be attached to your code. It's just a code. Uh, don't be afraid to remove it because the code evolves always. So it's not like you, you have written it and it will be there for 25 years. It will definitely not. Yeah. Okay. So to sum summarize, I mean, correct me if I, if I wrong. So, uh, what we discussed today is that there are like two or three most common mistakes done by young developers. Uh, are the in general the code but code formatting and what we mean by that is uh, is is, uh, is a formatting itself so like using uh, you know too many lines not enough lines uh, not writing too much in one line or splitting it to to too many lines instead of keeping this uh, you know as short as possible but still readable uh, secondly using Bad naming convention, both for uh, for variables as well as, as function names. So being either too descriptive or not descriptive enough. Uh, we talk about the scout rule, right, or, or camp rule, uh, that every time you see that something is wrong with the code, not only the one which you are working at, but also nearby in the same file or in the same function, then it's, it's very wise to, to fix also this code and leave it clean. And the other, the other big, um, big topic, big, big chunk which we discuss uh, are comments. So, so we we distinguish three, three categories of comments. So the one are unnecessary comments, so which shouldn't be there. So assuming that your code is um, is, is clean, is, is written in the right way using the correct naming convention, most of the developers won't have any issue trying to, uh, to, to understand it, trying to read it. Uh, so, so you don't need to add an extra comment because it's just an extra overhead, which might become obsolete very often. The second uh, category of comments are, are those doc comments. So they, they are helpful because if you jump into the, into the, uh, into the code, you can easily see uh, what this function does uh, and what parameters it, it takes and what will be the output. So, this is especially important when you, when, you, when you come to work with more complex structure or, or, uh, in, in, in object-oriented programming, for example, uh, when we talk about classes and objects. Uh, and we have very bad comments, yeah. <laughs> which, which drives Sebastian crazy. Uh, so those comments are, are, are um, the, the whole piece of code which are commented out just, just in case. Uh, so, dear developers, dear young developers, dear wannabe developers, uh, well, we want you to remember two things. Uh, first of all, well, it's not wrong. It's not even wrong to do it. I mean, I mean, everyone was doing this, and and this is kind of natural way of when you gain progress, when you start learning how to program. But if you are listening to this uh, podcast, to this video, uh, just just make use. Of knowledge, people like Sebastian, who, who are already experienced and who has been doing this for years uh, by now, and just 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 don't make those mistakes. And that's gonna you know lift your your development and speed up it much higher, much faster than uh, if if you were trying to to, to to learn that by yourself. Because for sure you're gonna you're gonna learn. If you're gonna make those mistakes, 
for sure you're gonna come back to your code after half a year and you're gonna understand it. For sure you're gonna uh, you're gonna uh, realize that you are doing too many comments or you left too many uh, commented out code, which is which is unnecessary. Now. That's it for now. Uh, thank you, Sebastian, for uh, sharing your knowledge. Thanks. And if you like this video, just subscribe. Uh, and because we're gonna we're gonna create much more content on that. Uh, so just just to be just to give you a hint of the next videos, those uh, those are the most common mistakes, but they're not the only ones. So so the next episode will be also about uh, about other um, other things, uh, other other mistakes which are commonly uh, which are commonly done by not only young developers but also also the the, the, the other one. So thanks for watching and take care.